All right, Bobby. Should we introduce each other this time? Uh, did, did we just introduce each other? We kind of did, but we didn't do last names. We didn't. People should know by now. Yeah, they really should. People but, you should know, know. hopefully we're getting new listeners, though. That this, this is, is true. their first foray into the couch. Uh, I thought about that the last episode we did, that every couple episodes I probably should say, like, reintroduce the show. Yeah. Like, if this is your first episode right. of the couch. Especially because we've been going off script a lot. A lot. Yeah, right. lately. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Off script, by which I mean, you know, just we're not reviewing like a trailer for a movie that's coming out in the next week. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's all the script there is. If really. something yeah. hits us passionately, it's like, yeah, we're just gonna talk about this because yeah. it sounds a, a bit more interesting. Exactly. You know, it's just it's a free form like stream of consciousness. Yeah. It's like a, you know, it's like if Jack Kerouac had a movie podcast. Ooh, yes. That's you know, it's just you know, strike while the iron is hot type yes, of thing. I agree. The moment of inception is when you should. Start your engines. So that's what we're trying to do. We just we might even have something planned out, and then in the morning we get together to record. We're just like, man, let's do this. Let's talk about this. I'm yeah. fucking fired up yeah. about it. <laughs> I hate the predator. Let's talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yes. Um. So anyway, uh, this is the couch. Welcome back. And that is Bobby Navia. And that is Dorian Weinzimmer. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I like trying, this. Trying to get it right. <clears throat> We're cross drawing here. We're doing like some Wyatt Earp shit. I know, right? <laughs> Just. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, this is episode thirty-one of the couch. Thirty-one. Which we should we should take a quick moment here to address something. Okay. Episode twenty-nine. Yeah. Doesn't exist. It's coming. It's kind. Of, well, it okay. It exists. It exists. Yeah, but according, yes. like you know, um, uh, to our listeners or people who are just looking at our podcast, it goes from twenty-eight to thirty. It does. And they might think that we forgot how to count, or possibly never knew in the first place. I have not forgotten how to count. We've not. <clears throat> no. I want to reassure everyone: we still know that yeah. that twenty-nine comes after twenty-eight and prior to thirty. Yes. In your standard, you know, clitty, uh, Num- uh, numbering numerical order, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so yes, there, we did record an episode 29. We did. It was about the movie Venom. It was about Venom. It was about Venom. The Venom of Venom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just say that the reason it's being held back is because the conversation was so, was so impassioned and insightful that we may have like essentially like solved the superhero supervillain movie thing like forever yeah solved it in the sense of like they should stop Stop. i was just about to say it i was just about to say and and i think i think the argument finally came through as a perfectly clear yes (laughs) yes cannot be you know there's you you have to acknowledge that if you're still going to pay for these movies that you have abandoned all sense of (laughs) rational thought um and and yeah, so you know, we just don't know if the world's ready for that. Yeah, it was a lot. It was yeah, it was a lot. Um, we broke a lot of walls down. <laughs> we did so. broke a lot of walls down. So at some point in the future, yeah, we don't know when. We haven't created a calendar for this or nope. anything. It's just we're probably going to forget about it for a while. Stream of consciousness, and then one day, randomly, all of a sudden, maybe when it comes out on Blu-ray, maybe not even then, because that like... would be too obvious. Maybe just like a year from now, yeah, when like the new Spider-Man movie is coming That's out. That's what I was going to think. Yeah, yeah. Venom review, Venom Ven- trailer review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I did so, see Venom. Yes, Bobby did see Venom. I did see Venom, and uh, it was better than the Predator. That, that's yeah, not a high bar to clear. It was but. not a high bar to clear. Uh, it was better than Venom. Uh, I told Dorian when I saw it that it, uh, if any of you have seen the movie Upgrade 
which if you haven't, you should see it. It's yeah, really good. It was really good. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, Venom is like if Upgrade got a bigger budget, uh, but is uh, not a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's elements of that sort of, you know, talking to somebody in my head and my limbs are not my own, mm-hmm. you know, moments, which are funny in the movie. Yeah. You know, um, but completely by accident, I feel like the filmmaker or the filmmakers just really leaned into the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of the idea of Venom. Yeah. And are just like, this just doesn't make sense whatsoever that. We're just going to do whatever we want, mm-hmm. and it's going to look cool because people love comic books. And now we got to make it PG-13. Yeah, so, exactly, yeah. right, for a wider audience. Play up the comedy rather yeah. than, yeah. So, I mean, um, <clears throat> like, for me, that's what didn't make it boring, Okay. which I was like, this is just ridiculous, <laughs> and I'm kind of along for the ride, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, um, I had fun with it. I saw it with my sisters. We all had a good time. But my sister Alex kind of had a, she knew nothing of the character of Venom. Mm-hmm. So when I was explaining to her in the car, like where Venom comes from, you know, his relationship to Spider-Man and then, you know, just what they decided to do here, there. And she's like, you know, I was digging the whole movie until he turned into kind of a good guy. Yeah. Like I liked, I liked the character of Venom always wanting to be on the edge of pure, like horrific murder mm-hmm. and was just enjoying it and having fun. And there was the Tom Hardy character that he brought that was just like, we can't do this. You need to relax, like yeah. all this kind of stuff. But as soon as he turned into a bit of an anti-hero or a hero, you know, in the movie, she was just kind of like, nah, all right. Yeah, now you it's know? just going to be typical superhero fare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yep. anyways. There you go. So there's Venom. Uh, today, however. Today. Today's today, a big day. Today's a big day. We're it's actually I didn't realize it's episode thirty one. I just realized that myself. And yeah, and we're gonna be talking about Halloween. Halloween. The movie Halloween, which is the uh third is this the third sequel to the original Halloween? I mean like direct sequel to Halloween one. No. It would be the second. The second direct sequel? The second. So, like, H2O still assumes the other movies happened. No, H2O wipes the, mo- wipes the movies out. Okay, so that would be the second direct sequel. So this would be the third direct sequel to the original movie. Oh, I didn't think about two. You're, right. yeah. You're counting two. I'm yeah. sorry. Halloween I was two, thinking about yeah. H2O, and then now In Halloween. my mind, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> Halloween 1 and Halloween 2 happen on the same night, so I'm just thinking of them as like one cohesive movie. Yeah, and then, right. right. But no, 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 you're right. It is the third direct sequel. Yeah. <laughs> But in like in an alternate timeline, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. third number two yes. of the series. <laughs> it's like it's kind of a that might be a that might be a completely unique distinction for this franchise. I don't know that yeah. any other movie has had I, because obviously other movies have been rebooted completely, yes. and this even this one yes. with the Rob Zombie Halloween, movies. right? Right. But this is the only franchise that I can think of where they've you know three separate movies have stuck with the original as canon. Yes. And then said, okay, for, well, one of them was, was just a direct sequel, sequel, Halloween 2. Halloween 2. But then H2O, yeah, wiped the slate clean. Okay, none of those other movies happened. The just, first one happened. Just one and two. And then this. Right. And then, yeah, and then the next one, and then now we're doing that again. Right. Well, H2O was <laughs> Halloween 1 and 2 were the canon. Oh, 1 and 2. 1 and okay, 2, gotcha. because they happened on the same night, so they just kind of counted them right, as... Right, right. Oh, number fuck. 2 was just yeah. an extension of more I need to of watch that. Halloween 2 again, It's pretty, It's not bad. It's yeah. good. I, li- I I rewatched it uh, when I watched 1, uh, yeah. again, a couple of weeks ago. But Yeah, um, very, very strange uh, thing yeah. to be able to say. <laughs> <about> yeah. <laughs> this... <laughs> 
the, the third sequel to the original Halloween yeah. movie, <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, which is called the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be, you know, it's going to end up with some shitty, you know, moniker like Halloween 2018. You know, it's just going to be what people call yeah. it or yeah. like um, Halloween 40, you know, H4O. H4. <laughs> Okay. It's true, yeah. All right, I'm calling officially this movie is titled H4O. H4O? Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, you're right. Uh, H2O was the direct sequel to 1 and 2, ignoring 4 all the way through. The Rob Zombie movies hadn't been made yet, so it would be right. 4 through um, four through 6 it ignored, because then it was H2O, and then it was Halloween Resurrection, Yeah, right, which is the sequel to H2O. Mm-hmm. So... I guess that's another direct we sequel. Should make, we should make a like an infographic. No, I'm okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> these are how all these movies connect, you know? Like yeah. Little lines, kind yeah. of like a family tree type of thing. I guess it's <laughs> it's interesting to say, like, because I'm going to go see Halloween next week. It comes out next week. Yeah. Uh, starting on Thursday night screenings. That's when we're going. It's the 18th? The, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 18th. So, like, me and my sister Alex and my cousins are going to go see the movie. And... I don't believe Alex has ever watched a Halloween movie. No, she came and saw the Rob Zombie movies. Both she, of them? Both of them. Okay. We, yeah. She's never seen the original? I don't believe she's seen the original. Like, And if she has, it's maybe been peripherally online and just maybe seen it in the background or something. Mm-hmm. So we have plans to watch the original first before we go see this one. So, um, But yeah, it's interesting to be able to... Uh, introduce yourself to Halloween and just see what timeline you want to take. You know, it's kind of like a, like a clue, choose your own adventure. You know, you can watch Halloween one and two and then just skip to Halloween H2O. Mm -hmm. And that's like a self-sustained trilogy in itself. Yeah. And then if you're, if you want, you can do Halloween resurrection. Okay. (laughs) But you don't need to. Yeah. Right. Or you can do Halloween one, Halloween two, you can completely ignore Halloween three, yeah. which you shouldn't. You should watch it, but it has nothing to do with Michael any Myers of is yeah. not in it whatsoever. Right. It's just it's a standalone horror film. Yes. It's great on its own merits, it's but yeah, it really just it's it has nothing to do with the rest of the franchise at all. Correct. So you can do technically you could do Halloween one, Halloween two, then Halloween four and five and six because mm-hmm. those all follow. Basically, four, five, and six are kind of their own. Yeah. Trilogy as well. Okay. So you probably don't even need to watch one and two. Yeah. I like this idea of like, you know, watching the different like parallel timelines. Yeah. Like all starting back at the same point though. So like start with Halloween one. Start with one. And watch, yeah, two, four, five, six. Yeah. Then go back, watch one, two, then H2O and Resurrection. Right. And then go back and watch one and then this new one. one. Yeah. (laughs) Or go watch the fucking, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but go watch the Rob Zombie ones. The Rob Zombie movies. One and two on their own because those are standalone and they're not good. No. So. But today we're going to talk about the trailer to the new Halloween movie coming out. Yes. Which is a direct sequel to number one. Yes. So this movie ignores... Number two, all the way through to the Rob Zombie movies. Mm-hmm. Just completely ignores yeah. them. This Which is, just is really off. not a bad idea. It's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the new Halloween movie uh, is directed by David Gordon Green, which is weird um, to, to just clue people. Like, this is the guy who directed Pineapple Express mm-hmm. and Your Highness. Yep. And... Um, 
uh, Eastbound and Down and Vice Principals on HBO, the shows with uh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Um, so basically, you know, he's a comedy director. And mm-hmm. he has done he has done some dramatic stuff. Um, he did this movie called George Washington. Yeah, he got his, his like start and just like yeah, in, like super indie, really good indie movies, drama, yeah, dramas, yeah, yeah. dramas. And um, and he ended up doing uh, yeah. And then he went on to do you know a lot of comedy, you know, working with like Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, James Franco, like kind of that that crew. And, right. You know, so a lot of those comedies that involve like that group of guys, you know, he's directed several of. Yeah. No. Yeah. And. Um, and so, yeah, so now, you know, how he got the job directing Halloween, I'm like, I'm kind of curious just to hear that story, mm-hmm. actually. Like, how did this come about? I guess they just had, like, a, him and him and Danny McBride co-wrote the script. Yeah. And then they also, there's a third writer that's worked with them, like, on Vice Principals and some other, like, Eastbound and Down. Mm-hmm. So the three of them um, wrote wrote the script. And... Like it's under the Bloomhouse banner. Yeah, Bloomhouse has the rights to you know the Halloween movies now, and um, uh, I've listened to I've read some interviews with Jason Bloom just saying that like when he when he got them and they were gonna do another Halloween he really really wanted to try to get John Carpenter back in some sort of capacity. Right, like it was like a really big goal of his not to just get the blessing like other filmmakers have gotten. Yeah, but that uh, McBride and David Gordon Green came in and actually pitched directly to Carpenter, Mm. uh, their take on the movie. And Carpenter's thing was that he he liked it and that he just said that they got it. Like, they got whatever he felt like was the spirit of the original movie. And um, that's what got him excited to come into it, was their their pitch for the movie, their take on a sequel to, from the the direct sequel to the first one. Yeah. And so, uh, and I guess that's just how the ball got rolling. And yeah. I know, like... Uh, well, Bloomhouse also, you know, his, his whole sort of thing is, like, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, if we believe in the project, we'll kind of, like, give you the money to do, you know, yes. fulfill your creative vision. Exactly. It's just, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a lower budget. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm sure they probably made some concessions with this being Halloween and yeah. having Carpenter's involvement and all that. And Jamie Lee and, Curtis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That. It was probably a little bit, you know, bigger of a deal for them, but you know that yeah, their their whole mo is about like yeah, giving creators freedom to make the things that they really want to do. Correct. So, you know, it's very possible that David Gordon Green, and for what I remember, I think he was actually a while ago attached to direct the Suspiria remake. Yes, he was. Um, so he's obviously been wanting to like head you know, in this way, yeah, head in direction in this direction. At least to some degree, even if it was just for one movie or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. He wants to do something in horror. And um, I'm sure being a comedy guy, probably a lot of walls popped up. Yeah, yeah. In terms of trying to pursue that type of thing. For exactly, you know, like my reaction that I just had was like, <laughs> yeah. uh, wait, this guy did what? Pineapple Express <laughs> in here. You know, it's not on paper. It's not like a ringing endorsement. Correct. You know, is, is really what it comes down to. Like, you know, they did some really smart stuff with, uh, you know, pre-release screenings for this movie to like really get word of mouth going. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we'll talk about the trailers, of course. Yes. And how those, but to really like you know, overcome that, you know, what might be a handicap. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to be fair, also, you know, if you look at all the marketing for the movie, they do not really, like, make a, you know, they don't go out of their way to put his name in front of your face. No, they don't. You know, it's not or like Or Danny a, McBride. Right, yeah, no. exactly, because it would probably have the opposite effect. Yes. And I, that was really smart of them to acknowledge that, yeah. especially for them to, I, I'm hoping at least, be kind of humble enough to be like, yeah, you know, this would... Yes, that would be a bad idea. Right, so right. let's just make my name small at the bottom, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Rather than like, you know, 
from the mines that brought you Tropic Thunder yeah. and, you know, like all this type of shit. Like it's funny, like the title cards in the in the trailer say, you know, like like from Bloomhouse and executive producer John Carpenter. Right. Those are like the yeah. two named they're title cards tr- exactly. that they have. They're which throwing is, like their yes. street, you know, their horror street cred yes, at yes. you. And which makes a lot more sense as far as marketing move, because that's what I was actually going to say right before we started recording. I okay. was going to say something to Bobby. And then yeah. I was like, yeah, I was just, just wait till we hit record. But um, that's been the strangest thing about this whole movie for me mm-hmm. is just seeing headlines pop up of interviews with Danny McBride, like talking about ideas for a sequel to Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just like, cause the, my first reaction is like, why the fuck do we care what Danny McBride has to say right. about a Halloween movie? And then it's like, Oh right. He wrote, he the wrote new one. one. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's just strange, you know? Yeah. It's like, these wires are, are crossed somehow. <laughs> They're not lining up with their proper circuits. But, um, you know, I mean, Hey, uh, again, jury's still out. I haven't seen it. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm willing to go in with an open mind. Um, and also, you know, for me, what I should mention too, is like, you know, something that I've reflected on, uh, you know, cause I've had kind of like a, a long journey with this movie, mm-hmm. not like a long journey, but like when it, when it was first announced and people were excited about it, I was like, fuck that. Okay. I don't like, oh great. Yeah. Pineapple Express guy is going to save this fucking franchise yeah, you know, yeah. by like, hitting the reset button for the third goddamn time you yeah, know, or yeah. fourth really. But, um, you know, it just sounded, it all sounded like such a bad idea. Okay. Like, and you know, how could you really have faith that this is the right team to like bring this, you know, back to life? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, you know, it's one of those franchises too, that for me, you know, really never had much of a life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, they kept making these movies, but past the first one or any of them even really that good. Like, right. Um, you know, again, we talked about three a minute ago and well, are, again, do, it's its own thing. Do yeah. are any of them with Michael Myers right in it yeah. as a, as a, as a villain, right? Any good. Exactly. Yeah, right. And, yeah. you know, and, and again, you, you know, we've also had this kind of ongoing discussion about, you know, just horror movies in general and how yeah. like, the more you explain, the less scary things are, Yeah, you know, and that's, and that's why super I, prevalent with Michael Myers. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, yeah. With like franchises and stuff, you constantly see the reboots or, you know, these like pivots, mm-hmm. narrative pivots and things like that, or they have to like introduce a new bad guy yeah. or something because it's like, you know, they've made their character unscary because, you know, now there's just this whole psychological map of like okay he's a troubled kid right you know who grew up in you know an impoverished area and his mom had to prostitute herself to make ends meet and that gave him a fucked up view of like sexuality and masculinity and like what the role of men and women are and now he stabs people you know with a sharp like, penis yeah and it's like <laughs> you know i'm falling asleep halfway through that explanation yeah, right you exactly. know it's yeah. like i don't you know this is not <laughs> fodder for like a horror movie you guys this is like this is a bad psychological case study mm-hmm. um and uh you know so so often you know that just feel like with sequels you have to like add to the mythology yeah, or add yeah. to the, give a new layer and really what you're doing oftentimes is just like actually adding a new layer of dirt on top of the fucking coffin for this character right um but uh but anyway so you know the first one and even the first one for me is like it's more so like a time capsule mm-hmm. and then something that I really enjoy. Okay. Like I actually just rewatched it right. a couple of weeks ago and you know, it's never been my favorite John Carpenter movie. Okay. Um, the thing will always you know, be, your favorite? be my favorite. And okay. then even others, you know, we've been, having we've been our, talking, we've been having our little love affair with the, in the mouth of madness recently. Yes. Also, which uh, is, oh, it's so good. <laughs> 
Um, but you know, I like I like a lot of his other stuff. I even like you know Assault on Precinct Thirteen a lot. Oh yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. yeah, it's you know the ori- again original. The original. Not, no, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The original, <laughs> not the remake. Um, and you know all the Escape from New York, The Fog, like all the classic. They live like fuck. You know, I yeah. I pretty much put like all of those above Halloween. Okay, for me personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christine, goddamn, yeah. yeah, the guy's the master of horror for a reason. Like, uh, but anyway. Uh, so, but however, you know, I appreciate and respect the fact that it's like, it, it is also one of those things that's easy to lose the fact that it was the first movie to do any of that. Yeah. You know, like it's in a way what makes it kind of boring nowadays is like everything is such a like trope Yeah, in that movie that you're just like, you know, you know, even if you haven't seen this movie before, you'd watch it and like probably pretty much know when the scares are actually going to come and mm-hmm. like how it's going to plot out. Cause right, it's like, right. it's just been done so many times, but you know, it's like, no, but he invented all of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you got to respect that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like the fact that you find this predictable right now and is actually a testament to how good this movie is. Yeah. Because it was the one that invented those things that are now so ingrained in the cultural conscience mm-hmm. that without ever having seen this movie, you can like right, right. know exactly where it's going to go. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah, because everyone's been trying to do it as well as he did it in this movie right, exactly. for 40 years now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's, you know, it's, it's like a, you know, it's like a great museum piece in a way for me where it's like I kind of I'm, I'm cool with like kind of walking by and just like respecting it as okay. I walk past, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, I don't need to like sit on the bench and like ponder it for, you know, 80 minutes at a time. But, um, but anyway, so, you know, so I've never, I I guess what I'm really getting at here too is like, I kind of had a, a, you know, over the past like couple of months and it's more, you know, the more trailers or a new trailer came out, what, a few weeks ago or something for it. And, you know, some pre-release, uh, screenings like Toronto film festival. Oh yeah. Toronto. Um, and Fantastic Fest, Fantastic right? Fest, and, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's, so it's been getting this slow, like, word of mouth build as people have been seeing it. And they're like, damn, this is actually really good. Yeah. Um, they've done a really smart job with that. And I've, I've had to kind of realize that, like, a lot of the stupid sort of preconceptions that I was basing these, you know, prejudgments on about just like, oh, it's this Pineapple Express dude and mm-hmm. what fucking Danny McBride is writing that, like, give me a break. Yeah, yeah. You know, and... I was just like, well, I mean, to be fair though, it's like I don't really hold this franchise that sacred to begin with. So you know what? Like, yeah. fucking do your worst. You yeah, know? Right? I don't really care actually. <laughs> There's nothing. I feel from- like the worst has really been done. Yeah, totally. Like, you can't right. really get any worse yeah. than because I've been I've been watching. I told you, you know, we've been watching a lot of horror movies, uh, not together, but just for the month of October. Yeah. I've been trying yeah. to watch, you know, some some classics, some new stuff that you know I haven't seen or anything, but. I recently watched, uh, you know, number four, Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Halloween five, uh, you know, four came at a time, you know, when I guess three was just a bomb, you know, season of the witch. Yeah. Right. So like they brought Michael Myers back. And so the, the return of Michael Myers is what got like, is what makes that movie so success, successful in mm-hmm. that franchise. Uh, and overall it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool movie. It's got a really great ending to it that, yeah. that could have gone some interesting places. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The ending that, about yeah, that, yeah. 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 And so, um, I thought in after watching that and then we're talking about all these different timelines, mm-hmm. I thought it might be interesting that if someone one day was just kind of like, Hey, you know what? I want to do a Halloween sequel, but I want to take it from that ending yeah. and go, you know, 15 dude, years yeah. in the future. That would be, dude, that'd be, we should write like, you should write a sequel to four, and I should write a sequel to three. Oh, write, yes, yeah. dude. I want to write, write Season of the Witch, too. Two? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
days. Yeah, I, I like I, this I would idea. Still call it Halloween Three: Season, Season of, of the, the Witch, Witch Two. Ooh, yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like. Oh man, uh, I love this. Oh, it's a sequel so nested yes. inside of a single franchise <laughs> yes. installment. Oh my god, it's beautiful. That's fantastic, dude. Yeah, <laughs> All right. I would write the fuck out of <laughs> Halloween Four Point Five. Yeah, dude, totally. Yeah, just nestle them in there. Um. Uh, but anyway, so so yeah, no, I mean, but you're, you know, it's a very good point, really. I mean, we're laughing about it, but no, it's like kind of the worst has already been done with this. Yeah, it, it really know, H2O has. H2O is like. Yeah, I actually really love H2O. Yeah. Uh, I, I learned about the, well, briefly, like my relationship to Halloween is that it, the music always scared me and the mask always scared me. Yeah, the music, you know, the Halloween theme for, you know, for and the story about the mask, really. Yeah. Are like those have always been kind of the two best parts about the original no, for me. No, yeah, 100%. The music's still incredible. It is, yeah. it is. So the, those two those two things always really just scared me as a little kid, and I had never even seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I finally watched the movie, it was kind of the one of the first times I really experienced like watching a film like watching like a uh, like a craftsman yeah, at work right. you know and so that was what i got from it i wasn't so much like oh my god this this is scaring me you know i i know what the elements in it that make it a horror movie or like a, a scary movie and it's just that tension that anticipation where you just stretch it for so long yeah and like now you watch it and people are just like god oh, this is really fucking boring but to your point you know he's the first one who did it yeah so there's a sense of appreciation with like all of that when at least I watch it on repeat. I'm just kinda like, Oh my god, this is so good. Like mm-hmm. this is really good. And I'll look at this shot and oh my god, you know, yeah. Or the music comes in here and it's great. Whatever. Right. <laughs> um so anyways, but um but it wasn't until I watched the uh Halloween documentary Twenty Five Years of Terror, uh, which is also really good, uh, that I learned about the other sequels. Cause I would I knew about them and they would be on AMC every year for like their horror marathon that they would have, like way before Netflix, way before Shutter, way before mm-hmm. all these these streaming services now, but that's where I learned about the stories to these movies uh, and about how nobody liked Halloween three and how about what Halloween four and five and you know uh, number six was all about, and that documentary came on the heels of the release of the uh, Rob Zombie Halloween movie. Okay, so it was like okay, right, it yeah. was coming up to that. Because at the end of the documentary, they were actually at one of the uh, Halloween conventions, and somebody, some girl, wanted like a walk-on role, and that, she was in the documentary or whatever. So, but um, but yeah, so this movie, the trailers to this movie, yeah, I watched both of them, yeah, and uh, I like uh, the second one a little bit more than I do the first. Okay, but I, I appreciate what the first one is doing because it's kind of doing this like. Uh, J.J. Abrams' Force Awakens effect, mm-hmm. which is just sort of like it's retelling you the original Halloween story yeah, uh, in its imagery, mm-hmm. you know? Right. <laughs> in, in, in all of its imagery uh, to remind you of then and then bringing you into something new because it's a, obviously a continuation of Laurie Strode's character from the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, and it's just, I guess, fun to see those like elements in the trailer uh, for a modern time. Right. You know, like the bus stopping and there's all the... There's all the um, the inmates of whatever mental institute institution he's in mm-hmm. that are like walking about is very similar to the original movie where you know Loomis and the nurse drive up and right, they're all right. walking little things like that you know yeah yeah that guy is clearly like the new Loomis uh, yeah you know, yeah uh, apparently they're right. documentary filmmakers doing a okay. documentary on on you know the Michael Myers murders and stuff like that but gotcha even even him being like 
like British is is, is a very like Loomis like connection as uh-huh. well. You know, like that's <laughs> I I thought about that as well. Like when I was watching the beginning of the first trailer. Yeah. And so um, I really I really dug that, um, and I liked seeing. Um, I like that Laurie Strode seems to be kind of like a kind of like the new Sam Loomis mm-hmm. in this movie. She's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's like she's <laughs> the one that's preparing for all this, and everyone's calling her her crazy and stuff. Right. So uh, it look it looks. I like. I'm anxious to see what how f- further they push that. Like in the uh, what do you call it in the uh, in the movie. But uh, overall, like the first trailer is like it's okay. It just gives you like a play by play. Yeah. Of the original movie. Yeah. And it seems like it's, you know, it's just establishing for the most part, like the setup, you know, for the new one. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, we've given, you know, they even have the line of the teenagers walking around the streets talking and they're like, wasn't it like her brother or something? And she's yeah. like, no, that was just a story that some people made up. And like, yeah, exactly. you know, they're, they're really just kind of in semi clever ways, like just telling you, you know, like that, you know, we're doing this direct sequel thing. We're ignoring all the other shit. Mm-hmm. None of that's true. Like, <laughs> trust us. You know, we got all, this. Yeah, all that happened was the first one. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like, here's where Lori's at now and why she's this way. Right. And right. Michael gets out somehow. Mm-hmm. There's a bus accident. Who knows? But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, again, anything will be better than what Rob Zombie decided to do as far as yeah. the escape scene. But, um, but yeah, so it, it really is pretty, uh, in a way, it's kind of pedantic, you know, it it's is. just sort of yeah, like, yeah. here's the exact just like story beats, like what you need to know, mm-hmm. you know, what happens and, you know, here's who we're rooting for. Right, right. And here's why this will actually be an interesting fight rather than, you know, just a one-sided. Yeah, exactly. Woman screaming, you know, screaming her ass off and running away from mm-hmm. a psycho with a knife. Right. Um, so... Yeah, you know, which is fine because, like, they need to establish that. You yeah, know? yeah, again, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. bring people in and, you know, make it accessible for people who maybe haven't seen the original because it is 40 years old now. It is. And, you know, um, yeah, you know, so it's, it, I, I get it. It's one of those things that had a lot to accomplish mm-hmm. as far as being a trailer. And, you know, there were a lot of, you know, a lot of eyes on this, especially because of, uh, um, Carpenter's involvement with right. the score and executive producing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that added an extra I'm sure that was like a blessing and a curse. Yes. And it was awesome, but then now it's like also people are like, okay, this has to be this has to be up there. Like actually a fucking really, really goddamn good Halloween movie. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, so you know, there was a lot of expectation in the air with that first trailer and mm-hmm. everything, and you know, a lot of people are kind of probably ready to just start, you know, firing off. Yeah the hate and the insults and the what the fuck and, you know, mm. all this type of stuff. So, you know, in, in terms of balancing out all of those various, uh, I guess, kind of like pressures and needs and wants, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it does a good job of it. Yeah. But yeah, you know, what was, what is kind of cool for me too. And, and this only really applies to the first half of the second trailer after that, it kind of gets back into similar territory in a yeah. lot of ways. Um, but I, you know, I liked, when I first started watching the second trailer, what I thought they were doing, and I still like this better in my head than, than what actually okay. happened, but you know, the first trailer is all about like Lori's story. Like yes. what's going on with her, why yeah. is she this way? And then the second trailer starts with Michael, Michael yeah. walking around. I was like, Oh, so is this gonna be the trailer for like him? Yeah. You know, this is what's going on with Michael. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And you know, we obviously know where he's at. Like he's been locked up since the night, you know, that mm-hmm. all that happened and um 
you know, just been probably hanging around waiting to go murder some <laughs> people <get> again. <laughs> and like, you know, and so it's cool because that beginning part where it's like, you know, walking around the, the sort of following him is reminiscent. He like bumps of, into the kids. Yeah. And then is, he, yeah. Is reminiscent of like the opening of the first one, mm-hmm. which is all POV of like him as a child walking around his house before he yeah. stabs his sister and yeah. stuff. And, um, you know, so it's kind of reminiscent of that. It's like, okay, we're going to go into like Michael's perspective. Right, right, right. You know, and then like, you know, he finds the hammer and then he gets in the house mm-hmm. and he murders, you know, this woman and then takes the knife and then he sneaks in the next house. And it's like the whole time we're hearing some of the voiceover of like Laurie talking about like he escaped somehow and like blah, yeah, blah, yeah. And they, you know, they play it almost like it's a voice like in his head. Like he's hearing this stuff okay, all while right. he's doing yeah, yeah, all yeah. of this shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, he's been locked up for like 40 years or whatever. He's a little rusty. Yeah. <laughs> he needs a little, you know, he needs a little warm up before the main event. Yeah. Like, right, that's right. what this feels like to me. It's yeah. like, okay, I, you know, okay, I still got it. Yeah. yeah. Right, got the hammer. All right. No problem. Kill that bitch. Get the knife. Ooh, <laughs> knife. Sweet. Let's take, you know, yeah. I always love these. Yeah. <laughs> like. I've heard in that. Let's get a little, let's make sure this one stabs good, you know, before <laughs> I, I go off and get Lori, because I want that one to feel right. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> like, it's, um, so yeah, so I did, but then like, you know, it kind of gets to that point where he like comes into another house mm-hmm. with the knife and then it cuts away and then it goes back to more like. Lori's story. Lori and like, you know, her like home alone house. Yeah. That she's devised all the, which I'm kind of excited about. That's like, you know, that's a fun con- uh, conceit for yeah. some, you know, some shenanigans to occur right right um you know as long as it's creative of course like that's always the trick with that type of stuff it's like okay it's a cool idea but you actually have to have like really smart clever ideas yes to pull this off you know otherwise it's just lame otherwise (laughs) it's just the home alone house yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah. which is clever and interesting as well too for that movie but you're like yeah you couldn't even do better than this eight-year-old yeah culkin (laughs) you know like eight-year-old future drug addict was (laughs) Uh, I've heard that the the sequence. I I love the second trailer. Like mm-hmm. the second trailer, gets it got me, me a lot more excited. It gets me excited yeah. for it, and I love the way that it, it opens. And I love the steady cam of him bumping into the kids and the camera just you know coming from coming from like his knees all the way up to his face, and then him kind of doing that like Michael Keaton Batman turn. It's like the neck first and then the body, uh-huh. you know, yeah. like uh, that turn, but. I've heard that that sequence in the movie is uh, su- is supposed to be all one shot. I figured it probably was. Yeah, so like it has that. F- yeah. yeah. And so all one shot of just, it feels like it's reestablishing Michael Myers as like a viable threat yeah. in this world. It's right. like, yeah. we, need to make, we need to make sure that to the audience, like this character is scary and not just a guy you've seen in, you know, episode four or five. Right, six and those Rob Zombie movies. Totally, yeah, yeah. That like he's here, he's fucking murdering. Yes, like, freely. Right, exactly. And yeah, and he's blending in because like this mythology exists in this world, so people probably just see him and are like, "Oh, cool, Michael Myers, that's right. a great costume." Yeah, you know, like because that's what some of the sequels did was that like I know when I watched number five, there was a part where there's there's these cops sitting in a car, and you know Michael Myers is like walking towards them. Or, or no, they see a uh, people who are at a Halloween party, a couple girls run out screaming. And the person behind them is Michael Myers, who's walking very slowly. Mm-hmm. And they all, they both get out, and they're like, drop it, drop it, or whatever. And then the guy takes off his mask, and is just one of the teenagers. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. So it's like Michael Myers it becomes like a parody mm-hmm. of himself in the movies, because now various characters are 
dressing up as Michael Myers yeah. for a really bad like scares in the movie of like, oh my God, is that him? Mm-hmm. And they even do it at number two. They even do it at number two uh, that John Carpenter and Deborah Hill wrote number two. But like Loomis becomes so uh, crazed that he's still out there that there's a kid walking around in a in overalls on a Halloween mask like Michael Myers and he gets so freaked out about it that he wants to shoot the kid but doesn't but there's this other police officer that sees him and runs this kid over oh <laughs> and he hits them hits him into another car and the car blows up oh and so this kid actually dies like yeah. they murder an it innocent like person it, yeah. yeah so they so like at least that had some like real consequences to yeah it. <laughs> but the other ones just sort of treat it like a yeah. it's fun you, you know? know loomis is also like Maybe he's really one of the most useless characters that's ever been in a movie. What? Yeah. You think so? Yes. Oh, he does on. nothing. Well, he okay, he shoots Michael at the end at the end of the first one. Yeah. That's finally like the one thing that he does that's the rest of the whole rest of the movie, he's standing around outside of a house mm-hmm. doing like the worst job of staking a plate. <laughs> he's like in like right under a street light. <laughs> Just like watching the house, like Michael's gonna come back anytime. Yeah, right. You guys see. Meanwhile, he's murdering around the whole fucking block, right? Just killing people left and right. And you're standing there, like, why hasn't he come back here? Like, yeah. I'm totally hidden. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're in like practically broad daylight in front of his house, which is the most obvious place for him to go. Yeah, you know? it's like he's everywhere else but here, <laughs> and yet you just stand around, and yeah. then finally, like, you know, he ventures off, and then that's when he finds, finds the know. car and everything yeah. else, yeah. But, um, I but yeah, that. other I than that, it's really all he does is, like, run around and, like, fly off the handle at people for, like, not doing their job. He's like, why don't you believe me? You yeah. need to protect the people <laughs> and all this, and it's like, okay, well, I might be able to do that if I didn't have to, like, stand here and listen to you ramble to me Right about this shit for an hour, or like keep me, you know, stake it out, staked out at this house. Yeah, yeah. But this guy's clearly never going to come to because it's the first <laughs> place anyone would look. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. So yes, useless fucking character. Okay, all right. But then he comes in with a gun and he shoots Mike. But then he doesn't even kill him. Obviously, Michael Myers. He Myers is unkillable. He's not unkillable. You can't. There are some sequels that beg to differ. Well, with you, yeah, okay. but we're ignoring them. Well, I know. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But anyway, he does. He somehow manages to shoot this guy six times and not kill him. Mm-hmm. You know, which is like pretty impressively inept. All right, I guess I can see your your Loomis. Yeah. So yeah, That's no, fine. it's just I mean, it's so funny to me that he's this sort of like iconic character in a way because like again, just watching the movies again, I was like, he's really. Uh, more of a hindrance than anything here. <laughs> it's kind of like a like a Doctor Frankenstein to the monster. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just there because like, who knows the monster better than like its creator ish? Right. And not that Loomis is the creator of Myers, but you know he's definitely like the keeper. Yeah. Of him. So. Well, yeah, and the you know and the one who's sort of like in a way re- like reduced to an insanity of his own as a result of this other person's yeah. absolute like you know in a, you know. That there is no, in a way, he was driven crazy by the fact that there is nothing deeper to Michael Myers. Right. You know, he he did all this, spent all this time trying to figure out and help this kid only to realize that he is actually just the embodiment of evil. Yeah, right. And exactly. that's all there is to him. There's yeah. nothing else there. <laughs> uh, uh, in the in the Rob Zombie mm-hmm. movie, they had a pretty interesting... I kind I liked Malcolm McDowell as Loomis. Like, he didn't bug me, like, in mm-hmm. those movies. But I liked the... How... 
how they explained it being like a brother and sister, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem it's not the case here. But I liked that uh, I liked Brad Dourif as Sheriff Brackett mm-hmm. uh, in the movie, but um, his explanation to Loomis saying that like the night that you know uh, Michael Myers's little kid killed his sister, um, that he found the baby mm-hmm. and that nobody knew that there was a baby, so he took the baby across town and put it up for adoption and put it with this family, the Strodes that he knew, and he covered it all up so that it was actually. Bracket played a much more pivotal role in like hiding Lori, hiding the baby, mm-hmm. so that she didn't know what her past was because of the family right. uh, yeah. environment of it or whatever. And so, um, and kind of crazily enough, I feel like the only thing that like Rob Zombie like did really well in those movies was like Sheriff Bracket, because mm-hmm. like in number two, I know his his daughter, uh, the daughter in the movie, like uh, officially dies. Annie in it. And um, it's a really sad scene. And, like, Brad Dourif plays it, like, amazingly. Like, yeah. really, really, really great. Yeah, dude's awesome. But, uh, you know, his relationship with his daughter, what we see of it in the first one and how it comes to an end in the second one, it's really heartbreaking. And, like, how it's shot and directed, you know, by zombies is, is really effective. Uh, just the rest of the movie is not, is not obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I give that more credit to Dourif's acting ability than yeah, I do, you know? Probably, so. yeah. <laughs> but, um but anyways, yeah, so the second Halloween trailer really gets me more excited um, for the movie. I think it's the first time that we actually hear the, you know, the, the piano score yes, uh, in yeah. it. You know, that that piano score was not in the first trailer, just like little hints of, of it. Um, but it's the first time that we really hear it in full effect. And I remember hearing it like in a movie theater and it was like, oh, this is so cool to hear this music again, yeah, right. you know, in this space and stuff. Um, but no, yeah, I like the opening with, with him walking and, um, I like how Laurie is just like so ready for him, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then, uh, Judy Greer is in the movie. She plays, uh, Laurie Strode's daughter, uh, in the movie. And then she has a daughter of her own. So Laurie Strode is actually a grandmother uh, in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And the girl in the first trailer who's just like, no, that's not her brother. Someone made that up. That's the, that's the grandchild. Granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. The granddaughter. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just really like this trailer. I like mm-hmm. the setup for it. I like the style. I like how it looks. I like how it feels. Yeah. It's paced out really well. I feel like I don't get a lot of the story. They yeah. still just give you little hints of that first one. Right. Yeah. The, uh, kind of, t- I guess to, yeah, I guess sum up kind of what we were talking about a little bit before is like, yeah, that first one felt like mandated in a way. Yeah. It was like the trailer that they had to put out. First. Yeah, right, right, right. And then the second trailer feels more like the trailer that they probably wanted to put out. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, still is going to give you some basic, you know, information about the plot of the movie mm-hmm. and stuff. But it has a little bit more of like a, you know, an artistic conceit the way it like brings you in rather yes. than just being this really like, you know, kind of. Yeah, straightforward setup trailer, right, which right. is the first one to a T. Is just mm-hmm. like, were these people? We're gonna go find this thing out. Oh shit, that went wrong. Here's how it's gonna conflict <laughs> with something else. Right? Boom, Halloween. You know, and then the the second one is a little more like, you know, acknowledging even the way it starts is like acknowledging just that like you know this is for people who like know a little at least a little bit about this have yeah. seen the movie you know. Because, again, just that opening shot being so referential to the opening shot of the original movie, Mm -hmm. you know, is obviously a very clear decision to, like, what if we just started the trailer like the original film? Right. You know, but it's like that, but giving people the, like, murder town, you know, that we want. Because, again, that's the other thing, too, is, like, um, the first 
the first Halloween movie also is, you know, is really not very violent. No. Um, it's, you know, it's way more suspense oriented. Yeah. And like, you know, again, that's another one of the things that to these, you know, to today's standards can seem a little uh, dated even is mm-hmm. like it, it takes the idea of tension to like the absolute nth limit, yes. you know, uh, uh, nth degree, I should say of, you know, like just drawing it out. Right. It is like literally like they will introduce the fact that like Michael Myers is around. Yeah. In a scene. And it takes like 10 minutes for that to pay off. Right. And the whole time it's just like people walking around dark rooms, having sex. Yeah. You know, standing with their backs to doorways and right. shit. Like just every scenario, you know, where you can like hide something in the yeah. shadows or have someone pass by unnoticed or, you know, whatever type of thing. But um, the, uh, um, you know, so anyway, so the actual like kills and stuff like that too, when it do- even when it does get violent is very tame yeah you know? oh yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. not like a gore fest or anything like there's that. not a lot of blood and in the movie no there's any, not really and, and really like the you know i still think one of the most effective parts of the movie and the the part where it uses the lack of like you know showing the violence on screen the best mm-hmm. is um uh when he kills the boyfriend like right before the really famous scene where he has the sheet over his head with the glasses oh, on yeah 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 so when he kills that guy yeah bob he yeah he like he lifts him up yeah. And then he like, you know, he stabs him, but then you see him like slowly just let go of the knife. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. like the guy's body doesn't doesn't fall down. Yeah. And like but they keep it really tight where it's like your mind kind of puts into place that like, oh, the knife is holding him up against yeah. the wall. They don't cut to that wide shot reveal for like a few seconds. They do that they do go to a shot of his feet just kind of like really yeah. slowly giving way. Like right. it's like you're watching like the entire weight of his body just settle. Mm-hmm for that like last breath yeah and his feet just yeah yeah. and it's you know and it's really effective but it like that you know it feels a lot more violent than it is yeah you know like when you watch the actual scene i don't know if there's a drop of blood no in the whole scene no you know (laughs) but that might be the most just is that the most like violent scene in that movie probably i mean yeah i mean we do get getting shot i guess yeah he gets like stabbed in the neck with that hanger yeah that's probably the most like graphic moment graphic yeah, yeah yeah i would say yeah yeah um, but yeah, you know, most of the time when people, you know, that's the one moment where it's like, again, yeah, not really like a drop of blood in that scene, but just the way it's shot and presented where you're just like, all of a sudden you feel that like sense of like, oh man, what would that be like? Yeah. Oh, right. Fuck, that'd be yeah. horrible. That's gotta be all the way in there. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like through him and into the wall, you yes. know, like type of shit. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really good stuff from that perspective. But again, like on the actual, just like violence scale it's it's very low yeah and uh you know the new one um which you know is kind of exciting because it looks like you know this is a guy carving people up with a knife yeah you know and it looks like they're really gonna go there yeah yeah with some of the like kills and stuff in this movie you know is like we're really gonna see some like you know some knife shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that's kind of exciting too is like you know another one that's like kind of that fulfillment of of in a way like what a lot of people i think always wanted or in their heads had these movies to be more than they really are. Yeah. But not like, you know, hopefully I'm hoping with this, that they like update it in a way where it's like, you know, it's scaled to like a relative degree. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, okay, we're going for like full on, you know, whatever, like frontiers or like high tension kind of like gore fest. Right, right, right. You know, insanity. Because that also wouldn't be really no. appropriate, yeah. you know, or feel like Halloween. But it's like, 
you know, whereas like what what those scenes, like the one I just described, mm-hmm. felt like in 1978. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, according to the standards of the day, mm-hmm. that was probably really extreme. Yeah. You know, right, and right. felt like super intense. Like holy shit, you you know, no one's ever yeah. presented that like that before. Yeah. You know, that like they could do something like that, but just sort of more in today's standards mm-hmm. where it doesn't have to be this just like, yeah, you know, absolute bloodbath from front to back of the movie. But you can have these sort of like, you know, punch moments yeah. like that scene that are a little more like kind of take you back. Right, right. And go, oh, shit. <laughs> this is OK. Yeah. They're not fucking around. No. You know, this yeah, guy yeah. murders. Right. Um, so. So, yeah, you know, I'm excited to see where they go with like that element of it, too. OK. Um of the movie. Cause yeah. Cause again, it's, it's really interesting, you know, having rewatched it again, that it's just like, yeah, a lot of this, you really do need to consider it like, you know, more so than a lot of other movies, like for the time period, because, yeah. because it was so successful. In yeah. A way, right. You know? <laughs> so, so much of this has just been like redone, rehashed, you know, copied, imitated, whatever mm-hmm. over and over, um, that, uh, you know, it's, it's been subject to more like wear and wear and tear, in yeah, a sense, right. <laughs> than like other movie tropes or like concepts or structures, yeah. you know. So, but yeah, I mean, given I know they tried to do like two other Halloween movies before Bloomhouse came in. Okay. So one was gonna be after Resurrection. No, after the Rob Zombie movie. Oh right. Okay. After yeah, number yeah. two. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after number after Rob Zombie Halloween number two, they were just gonna go straight and do like Halloween 3D. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so they were gonna go. Jesus sh- yeah. Christ, that's a fucking <laughs> awful idea. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Because what's better than 3D like walking slow? <laughs> wow. Okay. Halloween 3D. Halloween Jesus. 3D. So that was gonna happen, and then there was this other. Uh, I think the script was written. I don't know who was gonna direct it. I think a director was in place, and then it just fell apart. But I kept hearing about. It felt like it was just going to be an offshoot of, I don't even know what movie, Mm -hmm. but it didn't even feel like it was a part of Rob Zombie universe. Yeah. That there was going to be some sort of, I don't know if it was like a game show or something, but it was something where people were were in a studio or like a TV station or something. Oh no, that Myers was about to be executed. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers. I think it was that Michael Myers was about was going to be executed. Okay, and that during the execution something happens and he escapes. Chair lethal injection or I have no that idea. was inconsequential to yeah, the yeah. escape. Okay, right. yeah. So uh, and that he was about to be executed and the people who are all coming to witness this, whatever something happens, he escapes and they're trapped inside <laughs> with him. And it like the description of it just sounded like a very like a extremely low budget. Mm. You're in one location, right. lean, mean, sort yeah, of Halloween movie. Also, yeah, gray walls, some bars. Yeah, I mean, fucking good. Yeah. So, and <laughs> like, it sounded obviously way more interesting than whatever Halloween 3D would have been, right? Mm-hmm. But only because it was just like, okay, like we're in a completely different yeah. area. Like you're just kind of like, this might as well be your Jason X. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like all the traditional. That'll be the that'll be the twist ending. Yes. When he escapes the prison. He finds out they're on a spaceship. spaceship. Yeah. And he's like what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Damn you! So it zooms out and space is all around him. And yeah. yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, those are gonna be the other two 
sequels. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, they don't sound any worse than most of the other sequels that no. already happened. No. But, yeah. I mean, the 3D thing is fucking offensive. Oh, God. Um, as it always is. Yeah. I mean, it's always really... A, there have been like... There's like five movies that exist that it's like, okay, 3D was okay for that. Yeah, right, right. Um, but uh, for the most part, you know, fuck you. Um, <laughs> that's a... Yeah, that's a shitty cash grab. And especially when it's the third movie and you just name it like 3D like that. Yeah, right. You know, that's that's even worse. You know, because it's just a testament to like how arbitrary your decision making was there. You like, know one of the E's the in Halloween line? would have been the three oh, and it would have had God, a D yeah. underneath it. Come on, that would have just been a yeah, graphic like, designer's like, like wet dream type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like a uh, <laughs> yeah. holla holla with 3D. Holla you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, just be like backwards ease or something. Yeah, you know, I'm excited to hear the music Same. for sure. Yeah, that'll be really cool to kind of like you know to hear like a you know if if he can even come close to like reproducing something of the sense of like hearing the original iconic Halloween score in a theater for the first fucking time ever. Yeah, like which we you know we saw. I'm sure you saw it like I did at like home on VHS or DVD mm-hmm. or something. Oh yeah. The, the first, the first and, movie. Know, yeah. yeah. Still, still really cool experience, but yeah. like, you know, imagine like in 1978, like this movie just came out and being in a theater and just like hearing that music all of a sudden, like fill the room. Yeah. Would be amazing. I and, mean, just the opening credits yeah. are just right. really like, they're just so simple, but the way that the opening credits are and the pace of them, like mm-hmm. is the pace of that movie. Yeah. That's literally <laughs> totally. your first You're you know? So I wonder if, I wonder if they'll do like the same opening credits. Yeah. Oh know, yeah. And just have it very, you know. But I've also heard that it's it's John Carpenter is doing the score with his I think it's his son, son yeah. and uh another like relative who's in the band yeah. when he goes and performs his original work. Um but that uh someone had said to a not look at the uh tracks. Oh right! To the soundtrack. Spoilers in the track. Yeah, we're something. talking like yeah. Star Wars Episode One, like yeah. Qui Gon's funeral. Yeah, type of spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, uh, spoiler alert for Star Wars Episode One if you haven't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some, so that one's still somehow on your to do list. Yeah, right. Um, which you should, if it is, just erase it. Yeah, yeah don't don't bother. <laughs> but um, but anyway. But apparently it's it is like Halloween, but it, uh, it, some of them, some of the tracks I hear are more reminiscent of what he's putting out for original work lately. Okay. Cool. And these, and it doesn't seem as though he's trying to just be like, let's let's rehash. Right. Let's yeah, try and, and would, do something and a little yeah, new. You know I what I mean? That like, would be yeah, a, a bummer if he would try yeah. to just like kind of suck his own dick for <laughs> you know an hour and a half of like. <laughs> right. Remember when I made this awesome yeah. music? Do you remember when this again. track came here? Yeah. It was just like the rest, the original. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need that. Yeah. Um, you know, the more I've thought about it and kind of like sat on it and, you know, my thinking has shifted, um, the more I'm like, you know, what, what I originally saw as like a giant negatives are probably some of the things giving this movie the most, uh, you know, potential Yeah, that I can see. It, the fact that it is such like different, fresh outsider blood yeah yeah that's taking control of this is like well you know what good you know if these if the last eight movies that have come out were the result of you giving it to people qualified for the job (laughs) then like fuck it we got to change something yeah right exactly so 
Um, you know, I, I feel like just having somebody take a completely like, yeah, hopefully different kind of spin on it or just a, a different approach to the material even, mm-hmm. um, is, is a good idea. Um, so, so I think that gives it some potential. Yes. Um, there's some, you know, there's some neat stuff in the trailer. Yeah. Um, that you can kind of see the, the little bit of the intersection between the horror and comedy with like the, you know, the babysitter, like shutting the closet door. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, that, I think that that part is actually really funny. Yeah. I, I think it's actually like a good joke, <laughs> but it's just like, no, he just, he's not even trying to hide the fact that he's hiding in the closet. Yeah. In fact, he's using <laughs> the fact that it's so obvious to lure you over there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, and how unsubtle the reveal is too, that it's like, as soon as the door is open more than a crack, he's clearly visible. Yes. You know, like a hundred percent of his body is just right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I kind of dug that. And I'm, I'm assuming that that moment is probably a like fake scare. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm guessing that's like, that's probably one of the, like, it's her boyfriend in a Michael Myers costume. You know, oh, you don't think so, that's really him? No, I don't really? know. I feel like they might they might be sneaking some shit like that in there. No, I, well, um, I don't know. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I again, I don't really care either way. Oh, yeah, but it just yeah. it's one of those like it it kind of read to me as one of those like okay, they're gonna put this in here so that we think we're like in on this moment in the movie when it happens, okay. but then it's gonna have like this other twist too, where it's yeah, like oh, yeah. it's not even him, you know? All right. Or it's like they're going to use that as a way to like trick us, having seen the trailer, into thinking things are more advanced at the beginning of the movie than they really are. Right. If that's like the opening scene of the movie, mm-hmm. we're like, what? He's already out? Like, I thought, you know, I saw this scene in the trailer. I know he's in the closet. Like, I thought we were going to see him at the insane asylum and yeah, all this, right, whatever. Right. And it's like, no, it's like her husband, you know, her boyfriend or someone. Yeah. And I feel like it's the, the end of the tracking shot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the tracking shot starts with, you know, the the old couple. Yeah. And then it goes to that woman who, you know, he goes behind the house and yeah. then he's inside the house. But then I feel like maybe we get a this is me just fabricating. I'm this is not from the movie. Right. But I'm just saying that maybe I'm thinking that that girl taking care of that kid that that's the girl's mother. Mm-hmm. And then he just sort of stalks a random babysitter in the house. Yeah. And then ends up, you know, hiding in the closet. And finishes off the rest of the people in the house, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what I feel like it is, and it's just a nice little sort of like, "Hey guys, Michael's back." Yeah. He, <laughs> let's not forget he murdered his family mm-hmm. or his sister, and he's a psychopath. Yeah. He likes killing all ages babysitters. Yeah, all ages murder. Yeah, sexually active babysitters in particular. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. them. That's it's gonna be a problem <laughs> for you tonight. Uh, okay, I have. I think it's two more questions for you. Okay. And then wrapping it up. Yeah. So one, I know you would direct, I know you would are going to write and direct Halloween three season of the witch too. Yes. Yeah. But if you had, <laughs> I'm so pumped. <laughs> I'm like, I've been having a hard time concentrating for the rest of the podcast. Nice, Cause you're just I'm thinking like, about it. I'm like, damn, where would I go? With this? Yeah. <laughs> I need uh, to rewatch it again. My steel, uh, shot factory steelbook, I think releases on Tuesday. Oh, does it? I've been checking my box because I'm waiting for it, too. Yeah, I was hoping it would show up a little early, maybe, Uh but fucking... If you were given the Myers, the Myers family, yeah, and uh, to do with what you will, would you, what would you, what would you maybe do? Or if you can't think of that, what, if they decided to make a sequel, which, let's be honest, it's coming. (laughs) They're not thinking about it. Because, you know what, actually... uh, when they pitched their story, they actually there was this like this 
really quick story that ran early on, I think before they even started shooting, maybe in the middle of shooting, that they were going to shoot uh, the the movie and its sequel back to back. Okay. And I don't know if they were going to release them at the same time or maybe do like a six month mm-hmm. thing or whatever, but that they had an idea for uh, this reboot, this reboot and new movie and also a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. But then they just decided like, let's put the sequel side and then like just put all our efforts here. Yeah, let's just make one good movie. Let's make first. one good movie yeah. and then if people <laughs> like it, we can revisit it. Yeah, but, you know, yeah so, that's a good approach. Um, so I thought that was really interesting that they did that. But if they dis- when they decide to go with the sequel, like... Um, if you can't think of anything for what you would do, what would be a filmmaker that you would like to see yeah. take this? My like, you know, my alternate history sequel to Halloween would be like an alternate history where there are no sequels to Halloween, not okay. even a new one. Like it's <laughs> just it was the one movie, it was great. Yeah. And that was it. And that was it. You know? And that's all that Michael Myers ever was, was just this like embodiment of evil. Yeah. And you know, that's that. Um, so so yeah, I but I do you know I I like this idea of branching narrative sequels like you know what we were just talking about like well hey you know if they're just doing you know if they've already done a sequel to just one and two and then now they're going back and just doing a sequel to one like why couldn't you do a sequel to four yeah you know or a sequel to three yeah you know for that matter I I I like that this franchise has somehow that's its one characteristic actually to me that's the most exciting thing about it even though again like none of that has actually. Uh, been executed upon in any meaningful or significant way. Right, right. But for whatever reason, they seem to be totally cool, which is like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Let's just ignore, pick and choose here. You Let's know? go like, here now. It's not, yeah, this isn't like a franchise. It's like a menu of options. Yeah. You're allowed to say like, even fuck it. Okay, one, two, and six Yeah, happened. Four and five, fuck it. Never happened. It's the longest running choose your own you know, adventure yeah. ever. And then so so that would be probably my approach to it. Would okay. Be like I want to do this kind of approach where I'm going to just pick and choose what I'm saying is canon. Yeah. And then just say, okay, this is a sequel to one, two, and six. Okay. You know? <laughs> like four and five never happened. Yeah. Six definitely did. Uh-huh. None of that Rob Zombie shit. No H2O, no resurrection. Yeah. And, you know this one character from the David Gordon Green one. Right. Just to fuck with people. <laughs> just to fuck with people. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Not even a good reason for that, because who cares? Yeah. You know, who gives a shit? So in that regard, I would love to see, like, I don't know what, like, the Safdie brothers would do Ooh. with, like, a Halloween spinoff. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see anything. Like, they do, that, yeah. They would probably, if you had, like, asked that same question with, like, replace any movie or franchise, like, who would you like to see do an interesting uh, right now in this exact moment in time? Safety Brothers. All right. I would like to see basically their take on fucking anything. Okay. Because <laughs> I just love those guys so much. <laughs> After good time, um, that uh, yeah, I feel like I, I don't know what the hell they would come up with, what direction they would go with it, but I'd probably be crying at the end of it. And I could see that loving every second of it. Yeah. 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 So that's my answer. I. Um, what about you? You got you got some thoughts on like a, an ideal Halloween spinoff or sequel or or something of that ilk? I think I would expand on my sequel to Halloween Four, right? Halloween Four Point Five. Okay. For those who don't know, at the end of Halloween Four, uh, there's a character in that movie. Her name is uh, Jamie, and Jamie is supposed to be the daughter of Laurie Strode mm-hmm. that Laurie Strode gave up for adoption and went into hiding. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of that movie, she touches Michael Myers' hands. Like this townspeople have gunned him down, and we he, we believe he's dead. She touches his hand, and we're meant to believe that something transfers to her, like the evil 
has mm-hmm. transferred to her. And the end of the movie, uh, since it takes place on Halloween, she is dressed like Michael Myers was as a little boy in the first movie as a clown. Mm-hmm. And she puts a mask on, and we do the whole POV through the house. Right. And she picks up some scissors and kills her, um, stabs her uh, mother, her foster mother. And everybody sees it, and she just has that same it's that same look on, right? Mm-hmm. So I would go so many years into the future, let's say a solid 10 years, 10, 15 years, right? Um, and I would make it that Michael Myers has been like somewhat rehabilitated. Mm-hmm. And I would have Army Hammer play Mike, Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have... See, Michael Myers is just like the most shockingly good-looking man in existence. I mean, basically. yeah. Like, I mean, it very well could be. Yeah, and well, he's got should... a fucked up eye because he got stabbed in the eye in the first one. Yeah. I'm still counting the first one. They do, show, they do show his face in the first, in the first one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a dude. He's just a nice-looking yeah. guy, yeah. Um, so I would have Army Hammer as Michael Myers. Yeah. And for some reason, he's got to team up with the authorities that he's murdered mm-hmm. so many of to stop his niece. He's like constantly apologizing. He's like, again, I'm really sorry, you guys. Like, yeah. I just, uh, just went a little <laughs> nuts, you know? <laughs> no, I think maybe I'd still. Just, I, oh, I think, <laughs> I'd make him like a. I, I think I, every. Very, you know. Doesn't say much. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, doesn't very just, laconic. Yeah, character. doesn't say too much still. Do you know what I mean? Just, you know, we we, we have a pit bull here. Yeah. He seems to be okay now, and we're just going to maybe point him in this direction. Yeah. Because um, well, something yeah, worse you, has happened. Right. It'd be amazing, too, if you even, like... <laughs> They sent like a, they they cap you know they they like find the criminal they're after and it's like a chase yeah you know and then it gets into like you know the cor- guy gets cornered you know it gets like rough and tumble there's like a fist fight you know improvised weaponry starts flying around Michael Myers you know <laughs> manages to get like his hands on a knife and just starts like ape shit fucking yes. Michael Myers stabbing him <laughs> and the cops are just like. Dude, I think that's enough. And he's just like, oh, God, sorry. Fuck, damn it. No, shit. Oh, God, I'm so sorry, you guys. Like, ah. okay. I was just having a moment. I was just having a moment. I just Like, come on, a kitchen knife. What are the odds? What are the odds? Yeah, right. It was there. there. Who put it there? It's like the real, you know, the real (laughs) villain of this movie is like the universe just keeps putting Michael Myers back into like Michael Myers type situations. Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. The criminal that they're after just happens to have like hired a babysitter for the night, mm-hmm. and so they're like, you know, going to like, you know, <laughs> like break into his house or something, and the babysitter's there, yeah. but she hears people breaking in, so she's kind of like fighting for her <laughs> life, and he ends up, yeah, murdering a babysitter on accident. It's just like, damn it, no, I didn't. I'm trying to do better. I, I this could have happened to anyone. Maybe. It just happened to be me. Okay, like. <laughs> Um, I like this idea though of, uh, if it was to be like a serious, somewhat of a serious thing, I would concentrate more on this idea of like evil passing through people Yeah. in some way and how, right, how right. it, how it changes, you know, yes, it does this to Michael, mm-hmm. right. But if it's passed to the niece, what does it do to her? Yeah. She's obviously not going to have the Myers mask. She's obviously not going to have the overalls. It's going to be something completely unique yeah. to, to her. It's going to be like, um, uh, thinner. Yeah, you ever see Thinner? I did. Like, yeah, you know, the cherry pie. Ex- you know, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, like Michael, right? Bled into the cherry pie. Exactly. And then you know, Lori's daughter ate it, yes. and it's like, well, I mean, I feel much better, but you got to deal with that now. Yeah. And I'm, you know, sorry about it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then the other one I would go with is that uh, I don't care what anybody says. I am a 
I'm a I'm a fan because of it's so bad of Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. I I it's very bad. I yeah. really just enjoy the hell out of that movie. Yeah, mainly because Freddy and Jason turn into like uh, Asian cinema action stars by the end of it mm-hmm. during their fight, and I just want to see Michael Myers turn into that. Uh-huh. person just in some sort of ridiculous okay iteration so you want like freddy versus jason versus michael no not necessarily yeah uh, he doesn't have to like fight you know okay another just horror that, icon just that take on the character just the take on the character that like you know i basically want like halloween meets the raid <laughs> so i want I want people to be like, we're finally going to get Michael Myers, right? Damn. And this is he's his his thing is knives, right? Yeah. He's got the big butcher knife, the kitchen knife. And I want all these people to go in there and think they're going to get him. And for 85 minutes, I just want Michael to turn into like a fucking ninja or a samurai of some kind. If they just get and just like Aiko Uai to play Michael Myers. Yeah, I mean, a, like that would be amazing. That would be. I it. would be. That could be the poster. Aiko Uai is, is Michael Myers. Yes. I'd be like, I am fucking there. That's that's what I want. I just want to <laughs> see some like fucking crazy action shit with him. That just is okay. not believable. Sure, should yeah. not be the character. But you know what? I've always wanted to see this. I'll take it. So we're yeah. gonna do this. I'll take it. It could be the Jason X. Yeah, you know, could be my yeah, yeah Jason X. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm I love down. these. I, once I, again, sir. Idea. Once again, we have some primo sequels here. Yeah. and spinoffs. Yeah, I think I accidentally answered your question. Yes, you know, piggybacking off of your you idea, did. Yeah, I yeah, came yeah. up with my concept of this like <laughs> you know sort of comedy of errors, Michael rehabilitated right. yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Myers. That just like it really we have to set up every scenario where it like is a total accident and like literally anyone in that situation would have done the same thing. But it just (laughs) looks extra bad because it's fucking Michael Myers. This sounds like like a 1950s like Jack Lemmon (laughs) picture. Totally. You know, like it's like a screwball comedy. It is, yeah. (laughs) Laurie's always coming in like Michael. Michael again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So good. All right, man. Well, Halloween. Halloween. It's coming out. Go see it i don't i don't care i got my Maybe. tickets already yeah i'm going i'll go see it yeah yeah when you, well we can talk about this not on the podcast but, right uh yeah i might go with i'm i'm interested to check it out all right um but i like i said i have no expectations one way or the other it's really like a movie that i'm just going to see yeah and like whatever happens happens i have heard <laughs> that it, it is good to rewatch the first one before going to see this one though yeah i did just i did just watch it yeah a couple weeks ago so yeah I feel pretty fresh on you know. There's not, it's not a lot there. No. To yeah. to get caught up with, right. but but I can understand you know probably more from the yeah, direct referential standpoint, um, that you probably want to be fresh on. It's some good of to that. have a refresher. Yes. Right. Well, guys, that's what we got for the trailers to Halloween there 2018. That's it. Halloween 2018 H4O H4O. Yep, as it shall henceforth be known. Yeah, uh, we'll be back next week with another fun episode. We will, or just an episode, like, or just an episode. I, yeah, it yeah. might not be fun. It might. might get real, fucking real. Who knows? So. It might get real. Damn. Only one way to find out. I really want that. Tune in next week. I really want that raid Michael Myers movie now. I know. That's all I can think about is him just like. Be awesome. So good. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. (laughs)